Welcome to Tavern Tales Family Edition. These are the continuing adventures of the Order of the D. We've left our episodic storyline behind to present to you the return to Dragonia with our professional DM, Tessa Bryce. Marching on like we've always known the trail. Searching for our ending to the fairy tale. Sometimes even shooting stars find wishes and miss their marks. But when the night gets too dark and the road home seems to Hello, and welcome to Tavern Tales Family. It's been a year for you since you last got to hear the wonderful voices and the crazy adventures and antics of the Order of the D. But for us, it's been over a year and a half since last we got to jump into the skins, the scales of these characters, and run around and play. So we have decided as a family to fix that. And we have hired a professional dungeon master to help us continue our no longer episodic adventures of the Order of the D, but our ongoing campaign that we're hoping to play every single month for the remainder of 2022 and onwards into 2023. I'm Kyle. And I play Benson, the dragonborn sorcerer of Draconic Heritage. Benson is a red dragonborn with gold dragonborn heritage, and as such, he is a bit high and mighty on himself. All of our characters are level four. Benson may act a lot higher than level four, but he is not. He is only level four. Dad, can you give like a physical description? And I was just about to do that. Yeah. So Benson has red scales that are flecked with gold. He wears silken robes with beautiful silk slippers that are oftentimes destroyed by the end of that given adventure. He always goes out and buys new ones. He wears a very high collared robe. His scales are ruffled on the top of his head and his ears are very short, tiny pinpricks that rise up off the top of his head. He has a short muzzle and very sparkling, invested, copperish with flecks of amber eyes. And his tongue is always flitting in and out as part of his affected character. And that is Benson. Hello, I'm Marie Claire. I play Thayan Dragonia, the white dragonborn cleric of Bahamut. And my pronouns are she, her, and my character's pronouns are she, her. So just for use of that. Thayan is 
royalty within the dragonborns of this wherever we are. And she has chosen an alternative path than, you know, settling down, having an arranged marriage of uh, power for her father and has chosen to give her life to being a cleric. And so actually dresses in a fairly austere where uh, if there is cloth, there is, it's linen. The chain is very plain. It has no ornamentation. She carries a shield with the symbol of Bahamut on it and often is seen using a warhammer. From a physical appearance, she... Although a white dragonborn, if there was a way to make a white dragonborn more albino, that is her appearance. She looks actually, although strong, almost sickly uh, in the translucence of her scales. Hi, I'm Robin. I use they, them pronouns and Valeria uses she, they. And I will be playing Falaria Dragonia, who is a monk with a little bit of bard spice, <laughs> which is probably how bardic spice is totally the old spice of this, <laughs> this location. Falaria has an affinity for the harp because her father, the emperor, used to play it to her when she was a child. Falaria has like a mid-range build, but is like very toned. And could probably crack your skull open. Is, you know, monk. Gotta be, like, built. Got kind of wide eyes. A rather, like, innocent look, I would say. Defined facial features. But there's, like, this, like, less childlike, but more teenager who just got freedom energy. (laughs) And that is true, because Valeria's out with a group of people unfortunately the trusted cousin Thayan mm-hmm. <laughs> can't ever go too far away from family that's 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 my Valeria. hi my name is will and i'm going to be playing the role for today as coasty the soldier the brave old soul the brave unknown age at war and i go by he him pronouns and Coasty looks like he has a lot of scars on him, which most of them are made up stories, it feels like, but they all have some backstory. He's a green dragonborn. He spits poison. Does he have any, like, specialty about his scales that makes him seem older, or is he just a normal-looking green dragonborn? His scales seem more pungent. Like, he smells? No, like, they, they look more green. Or they're greener and more like uh, vibrant. Feel, they feel like they're there's something inside of them. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I'm excited to find out. Is he taller than everybody else? Yes. Is he bigger of the chest and shoulders than everyone else? Shoulders, but not the chest. What is his uh, jaw like? Is it a big, square, perfectly chiseled jaw? Or does he got some jowls? What does he look like in the face? So if his mouth is closed, it looks kind of perfect. But if he opens up his mouth, it looks like sharp teeth and his mouth kind of bumps and ridges. Is he missing any teeth? Yes. (laughs) Two of them, but they're now gold. I love it. He stole it from Ben Song. (laughs) Oh, he stole the gold from me to get it to replace as teeth? I love that. That's adorable. And that 
is the order of the D. Mm-hmm. Hello, my name is Tessa. I am the dungeon master for Tavern Tales family for our little ongoing adventure. I am a pro DM. You can find me on startplaying.games for hire. I specialize in games where a lot of the folks are beginners. I also specialize in having very open, LGBT-friendly spaces. Everybody is safe at my table. I strive to make that a reality for anyone, regardless of their background. And you can also find me on the Nerdsmith Network, doing occasional streams, doing some podcasts here and there, or otherwise just causing absolute chaos wherever I can. So, <laughs> All right. For the people at home, cheers. I will cheers back with my diet soda. <laughs> I just drank all of my drink. Alrighty. So, you guys are level four. I believe last we saw you, you guys were with Pugnut, were you not? Uh, there have been adventures since There then. have been. Okay, that's what I couldn't remember but off the top of my head. nothing that has been put out into the broadcast world. That is, yeah. Okay. I was going off of what it would have been in the broadcast world prior, so I was like. Exactly. Alrighty. So, it is a cool autumn evening. The stars are, which normally are beautiful, bright specks in the night sky, are slightly dimmed by cloud cover, wisps of fog, and you have all been traveling through some orchards and vineyards. And while it was warmish today, the smell of fruit still left on trees, grapes still on the vine, kind of filled this valley with smell of sweetness and just a hint of crispness as the air is beginning colder. Up ahead, see light. Either a small town, perhaps, maybe an inn. Whatever it is, you are starting to get closer to it. It looks like you might be arriving just in time for dinner. I click my tongue and flick the reins for our cart to continue forward. And I say, Bashi and Jerry, let us go. Maybe there will be a stable for you to have a, a luxurious night inside. Yes, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. <laughs> Beautiful. Yay. <laughs> oh my god, our horses are so sick. Uh, they are in desperate need of doctor's care. <laughs> we have been on the road for a very long time. We must rest. Correct. The health of us all. I completely agree with you, Thane. <laughs> and then I, I tap your, your leg. Are you sitting next to me on the cart? Yes. Thane <laughs> just sort of rolls her eyes and ignores the touch. <laughs> Which is good, because it's better than getting punched. <laughs> it's true. Benson, <laughs> we would all be there if your cold wasn't weighing us down. Well, I can't just leave it somewhere. It has to come with us, no? We have a bag of holding, Benson. I don't trust the limited spaces of bags of holding. Can you guys quiet down? I'm trying to sleep. Oh, but we are coming up on a town or an inn or something. I can see the lights ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for dinner. It's 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 dinner. Uh, fine. So Fla- is, Flair is like so sitting is on the back of the the way. Oh yeah, as you usually do. Yeah, kicking your feet and looking the way we came. Yeah, exploring the existential questions of what we've left behind. Usually, hey Blobby, get off those horses. 
Oh, he's your <laughs> your frog on the horses. Yes, he's pretending he's like the leader of the party on the horses, like pointing towards the town. That's delightful. With his wooden stick. <laughs> As the cart is moving forward, you can feel this kind of softness of the dirt under the wheels change as cobblestones begin to be a little bit more common as you're reaching the edge of, sure enough, a small town. I'd like everybody to perception checks. Come. 18. 9. 5. I'm not using this dice. <laughs> I have never been very good at perception checks. 17. Nice. Nice. With a nine and a five, you are more focused on getting to your location rather than kind of seeing what's around. Kosti, with a 17, you begin to smell something delicious. And Thayan, you as well can smell, which smells like a really rich, hearty stew and fresh baked bread. You also <clears throat> hear the call of seagulls, that you're probably not too far from. Oh, darn it. Seagulls. But that stew and that bread do smell kind of nice. Nice. And just for those who are listening, if you hear Will talk in his growly voice, that's Coasty when he's an old man and he's very angry. He typically has quite a growly voice, but that's very hard for a 10-year-old turning 11-year-old to do. So Will will just speak in his normal speaking voice and we'll have to picture the voice of Coasty being more gravelly. Than it is, but when he's angry, he will bring it out. <laughs> yes. Gotta protect those vocal cords. It's important. Thayan just sort of takes a deep breath in and against her like self-control, her mouth kind of waters a lot and her, she licks her lips or whatever dragonborns have. The opening, the lip-like skin. <laughs> they, have, they have a mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's more lizardy. How long has it been since Thayan has had a really good hot meal. It's been a very long time. I would probably say over six months. You definitely have the opportunity here. And you pull up to a medium-sized inn. Looks like there are stables for Jerry and Bashi. Robin, what is a good name for this inn? Golden Elk Inn and Tavern. And Tavern. Nice. You guys find yourselves Some tales, in- too. In front of the Golden Elk Inn and Tavern. Will, what kind of person is the innkeeper there? What are they like? A very mad and annoyed person most of the time. Okay. But if someone shows up and they give like a fat stack of cash, (laughs) they will normally try and be nice to that person. Try. Okay, so motivated by money. Got it. Seeing very I'm much not- Mr. Thenardier from Les Mis coming to mind at the moment. <laughs> but two things that can help them with their angriness. What's that? Our food. If, mm-hmm. if you have food and they eat it and you're showing up right before the, like right after they ate, they're nice or sleep. Mm. Hangry or sleepy. I vibe with those emotions. <laughs> Those are usually my two modes, angry and tired. My parents, too. Kyle. Yes. This very mad, annoyed person who is motivated by money, food, and sleep, what is their name? And what type of creature are they? They are a half-orc. Mm-hmm. His name is Tenny. Tenny? Yep. His last name is Ardier. Nice. All right. And Marie Claire, 
Who is the person in charge of the stables and what are they like? There is a dwarf that tends to be asleep in one of the stalls mm-hmm. until she hears the clatter of hoofs coming up and then jumps up and is actually very, very kind and nice and just really, really likes horses and is very small compared to the horses. But like this is their opportunity to be around horses. Awesome. A dwarven horsey girl. That's what I just made. Oh, I love it. Okay. (laughs) What is what is her name? Her name is Betsy. Betsy's a horse girl. Betsy is a horse girl. Um, so you pull up and um, somehow my brain just decided that you parallel parked a carriage cart and horse. And I'm like, that's not how that works. But okay. Um, <laughs> I totally do. Just you could parallel park. park a horse and carriage. It just would take a very good like skilled. Filaria's on the back. Beep. I, I have expertise <laughs> at this point. Yeah, fair. Just right. because yeah. the amount of time I've been driving this cart is like years. Yeah, no that fair. We've been together. Yeah, yeah. We haven't leveled up from our adventures mm-hmm. very much. Like I think we started at three and we are only level four. Yeah. But I've definitely got expertise at cart handling. Excellent. So as you finish your extremely skillful parking of the cart. A young dwarven girl comes running out. She's got hay kind of sticking in her hair from, from where she fell asleep in one of the stalls. And she comes rushing over and goes, oh, gosh, um, hi, uh, can, are you here for the inn? Can I, can I take your horses? Can I, I get them fed? Oh, my gosh, they're so pretty. Can I, can I brush them? And it's just a hundred questions a second as about your horses and what are their names? What do they like to eat? <laughs> what are their breeds? Mm-hmm. Do they have any dietary needs? How, how, how many hands tall are they? How heavy are they? Are they more suited for barrel racing? Or, no. <laughs> so growing up in California, my, my view of horses is all Western style. So apologies for any of the uh, English equestrians out there. That is unfortunately not where my horse knowledge lies. Ben Son is taken aback puts both hands up and tries to quell the questions through physical distraction Mm -hmm. and says, yes, we are staying. Could you see to their needs? We're glad to talk about all of the horses, uh, special uh, qualities in the morn, but we are tired and looking for a warm meal. Can I inquire? Is there room at the inn? Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Uh, it, go go inside and get, talk to Tenny, and he'll get you situated with uh, food and rooms and drink and anything else you might need. Thank you so much. How? Ha- I think you. And she'll just like take the bridles and like, start talking to the horses as she's walking backwards, and has no longer even looking at you guys. She's she's hyper focused on the horses. Does Blobby go with them, Will, or is Blobby going with you? Blobby is still on the horses, but then realizes that the horses is not where the party is. So he hops off and then just ends up going inside of the bag of holding that Coasty is carrying. And Coasty doesn't notice because there's not like a jiggle when Mm -mm. something goes into the bag of holding. This is true. Just teleports. They and grabs everybody's bags and hands them to everybody else and sort of just gets the cart like, you know. Does Emptied. she presumptively take Benson's bags as usual, or yeah. do they get left? I hand them to you to carry. Not the gold ones. 
He's already gone inside. Oh, yeah. They will carry those and grumble the whole way. Because <laughs> you don't leave them in the cart. That's no, like I really shouldn't. You really don't leave your bag of gold in the cards. And I don't like storing it in the bag of holding, apparently, nowadays. So. <laughs> you love storing it in there. I don't anymore. You're like infinite gold. Benson heard a story about <laughs> a bag of holding being put into another bag of holding. Oh, no. And then they getting destroyed Whoops. and everything that was in them was lost forever. And he's been like fearful of this bag of holding going inside a portable hole or any sort of extra dimensional piece like going up a magic rope or something and he's just constantly living in this dread of putting anything in a bag of holding he read this on like the local rag that we went through one in one town called portrait book (laughs) not yet yeah it's it's just where old people write conspiracy theories and he's been caught up in it ever since and, like, someone else heard it, put it on, like, Yetzi on, like, Bag of Holding Reviews. One and a half stars. <laughs> Exploded when I put another Bag of Holding inside of this Bag of Holding. Maybe good if you want to explode an entire city. Yikes. That's just that. Like, if you go into the Magnificent Mansion, if you go into a a, uh, a portable hole, like, there's so many different ways you can you can uh, destroy all of your things. Wait, but isn't that it's a just risk if I'm you not turn it inside out? Benson just needs to, like, start his own bank or something. The bank of Benson. The bank of huh? Benson. Yes. He's a big caller. Ah. So I entered this uh, lovely little inn and tavern by opening the big oaken front door with a nice brass knob that's well polished and swings forward on silent hinges. And you are immediately assaulted with the smell of delicious food. Rich kind of beef broth, fresh baked bread. You know that you passed through the orchards on the way here. You also smell apple cider, both alcoholic and non, that have been freshly made and uh, squeezed for fresh juice. Costi, for some reason I can smell both non-alcoholic and alcoholic cider. This is a first, I must say. There's a difference between them. One is definitely sharper. That's what I just said. (laughs) Now, Benson, I'm wondering this. What happens if you take a non-alcoholic apple cider and pour it into the alcoholic one? Then it will become alcoholic cider. Just a little bit less so. Or... Would it become non-alcoholic cider, but a little bit less so? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I like your brain. It's It's a good good brain. brain. What is Benson's last name? Benson. Benson, Benson. He just does one name. like Madonna. You're not too sure if Benson is actually his name or if his name is actually Valerian Flamekist. How do you spell Valerian Flamekist? Flamekist, like Flamekist, but Valerian is V-A-L-E-R-I-A-N. And he is is twice now, I think, total put on the Valerian Flamekist persona. Mm -hmm. And you are not sure. Which is which? Well, Uh, I mean, which is is true. Coasty sometimes does impersonate as Coasty with a C. That is true. I do remember that. <laughs> Coasty with a C. So you you smell this wonderful array of tasty treats, and you look over, and there is a rather surly-looking half-orc, 
at the bar, deep purple eye bags, looks like he hasn't slept in a while, a little kind of a disgruntled look on his face as he looks up, and he just keeps looking every now and again over to where the stew is being made, and seems like he's anxiously waiting for his meal to be done, so that he may also eat. He doesn't even really acknowledge you, he just kind of grunts in your general, like, in your general direction as a greeting. I nod back and I hold up four fingers and uh, do a little circle thing. Yeah, he just- To indicate what we want. Yeah. He nods and just kind of like gestures towards the tables. I grab a booth. Thayan stumbles in with the rest of the dragonborn, but carrying like all of Benson's bag plus her own. So she's overwhelmed with how much <laughs> stuff she's carrying and she's very strong. So it's okay. But she- it shoots daggers with her eyes, not literally, just figuratively, at Benson and carries them towards where he sits leisurely at the table. Coasty actually helps you and like carries like three of them. I look over at Thane and I pat the seat next to me and say, I have found us a seat. I drop any of the bags that I was holding of his on the ground in the middle of the tavern. I look at Coasty. Coasty does the exact same and runs into the seat that he has reserved for Thayan. <laughs> Beautiful. I love okay. it. Flaria's uh, in, in the tavern now as well and is like, oh, damn, Coasty, you raced there. I wanted to beat you. And then like goes to sit down in another spot across. The <laughs> Hilarious. So there's this... <laughs> clatter as all of these bags just hit the ground. The bartender's head pops up like eyes narrowing at the noise. The few other patrons kind of stop what they're doing and look over and there's a uh, serving person who looks over and they kind of raise an eyebrow and look to uh, Thane um, and they come over. Do you Are you in need of a room? Do you want me to get somebody to take those upstairs for you? Or are, are, are you offering Benson, are we staying here for the night? Yes. Uh, let us get uh, rooms for all and uh, take the bags upstairs, of course, to them. Um, don't know what they have for rooms, but uh, we are an adventuring party known as the Order of the D. You may have heard of us. <laughs> yes, no. Um, but uh, Pretentious hipster. I don't think that is what this server is. <laughs> no, I'm talking no, about that's, you. No, that's, that's my brother. I have known the type. What I'm saying is, uh, yes, we would like um, some of the delicious stew, some uh, alcoholic cider, uh, no doubt for the whole table, and um, doubtlessly water as well if you have a fresh. And to take the luggage upstairs, uh, we will, uh, of course, be staying the night. Please donate two of his bags to any charity that you have of your choice. Uh, oh, that's very kind. That is a joke. Oh, he is oh. quite the jokester. Oh. No. Uh, thank yes, you so much. I put my hand over his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Benson, we're getting beds. You don't have to sleep on your pile of gold in the corner and try to swim in it. I look disappointed <gasps> about that. Also routinely disappointed at my friends who uh who always assume that i am some sort of gold hungry money grubbing red gold dragon born fellow but you despite are. the fact that uh my character knows very well that money comes and goes it is friendship that lasts for life 
Okay. Well, um, you have but... you have resting greedy face. <laughs> Friendship and Thayan. Friendship in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My, my ideals are friendship. Material goods come and go. Bonds of friendship last forever. That's my ideal. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I just also... happen to lie about it a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> resting greed face. Yep. The server goes, oh, oh, oh excellent. Right. Uh, well, I'm I'm Kirby. If you need anything, I, I'm happy to help. I'll put in your order and I will take these upstairs. Enjoy your, enjoy your stay. And they... Grab. Just inhale mightily, and then they suck all the eggs in. <laughs> yeah, no, they uh, they uh, <laughs> they cast tensors floating disc actually, and begin to push it up the stairs. It turns into a giant bag. <laughs> I thought they were named after the weapon, Kirby. That would suck things up inside the war. It was terrible. So Coasty thought that it was Kirby name of a weapon inside of the war that he that one of the wars that he participated in where one of the weapons was named kirby and it would suck up anything that it can and when it sucks up anything he also got three scars from it and he points those three scars out and it looks like he's pointed those scars out before but he has not Mm, and one of them is like really close to his eye sounds like it was a dangerous bet they and now separated from the bags moves to go and sit with the rest of the order of the D and look at Benson and say, how many times do I have to remind you that you should be carrying your own bags? Oh, I'm so very sorry. I, I got all caught up with the entrance to the inn and arranging for food and beverages. Um, that the short walk of carrying my bags, the uh, 40 feet in where you, you dropped them, uh, eluded me. Uh, my apologies. Did you already order? I did. Ben saw Fine. <laughs> Thayan. It was still, like, unkind. Next time, should... we should just leave them out in the open. Just leave your... Thayan, just... just... Leave this stuff there. Don't even bother anymore. Or we could just shove it in the bag of holding without any of the other bags. No, don't do that. <laughs> you can leave my things out of the bag of holding. That would be very much appreciated. Um, because Oh, you scared? I, it is not. Look, look. I'm going to shove you nice into bags. the bag of holding. And, and is our soup here? <laughs> <laughs> At this moment, another uh, server comes by and... Um, Drops off uh, ciders, water, a big hunk of fresh bread with uh, fresh churned butter, as well as hot, piping hot stew. Who got the alcoholic cider? I ordered um, alcoholic cider for all of us, so everything is fine there. I asked for non-alcoholic. We can have the non-alcoholic cider after we try the alcoholic cider and see if we like which one better, no? I wonder, I am detecting more than just apples in this cider. Yes, no? Is, is this, am, I, am I wrong in this, uh, this taste? This is non-alcoholic. Coasty grabs, like, your drink and pours it into his. Okay. We ha- all have alcoholic cider, because that's what I ordered to begin with. Well, what if they got the order wrong? Then we would not know until later that we got the order wrong. But... Did you order me alcoholic? Yes, of course. Why? It's a celebratory drink at the end of a long voyage. And we are on the coast now. The, oh. the coast is clear, as it were. 
been son, this journey has lasted a quarter of a day. It has been six months since we have uh, had a fine meal in a fine establishment as nice as this one. And it is well worth our time to uh, take a moment of respite and pause. Yes, no? Agreed. So, Zane, what do you taste in this uh, cider? I'm, is it pear? Is it... I, I think it is pear. It could be grape, though. Well, although my palate is not as attuned as yours to alcoholic beverages, I do believe I taste cranberry. Oh, it could very well be. No. Or is it a blood orange? It does not taste as acidic, as citrusy, as I would have thought. No, there's a dry purple grape dosed in orange juice and then left in some beer for 10 days. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> How did you detect all of that, Costi? Your, your palate is more refined than any of ours. Or maybe you have had this cider before. He is very experienced of the world. You should respect his wisdom. <laughs> all I heard was that he was making fun of you. <laughs> I always do respect his wisdom. <sighs> I look around for the soap and the stew. It, it, it has arrived and is in front of you with delicious fresh baked bread and fresh butter. Apricot! <laughs> <laughs> ah, the other stone fruit. I was like, how is it having a hot meal for the first time in a long time? Is it? Well, Coasty kind of passes out because hotness with his poison kind of makes it go higher up inside of his stomach level. So he passes out. Interesting. Falls asleep halfway through his bowl of soup. How do you like your soup, Thayan? Thayan uh, slowly eats every bite, savoring every bite because she typically denies herself anything super tasty or you know doesn't spend time or money on these things typically except for the odd occasion that they happen to just kind of come her way i mistake thayan's eating for not enjoying the meal and i'm like are you having difficulty getting it down is should i ask the the cook to come and give you something else is this not what you were looking for when coasty fell asleep inside of his bowl of soup like he fell, his face <laughs> fell down on the bowl of soup. We just leave him there. <laughs> it's just like there's uh, like a little bubble. That Blobby pops up. actually somehow made it out of his uh, bag of holding, as Blobby does. Probably because there's so much in there, in like the room that he can like stack. Sure. <laughs> Blobby got out, and then he peeked out, poked me with his stick a couple times, then hopped onto Ben's son and tried to pry his eyes out. Dang! Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take the frog and give him back to Coasty and say that was rude. And I was in the middle of a conversation with Thane. Thane continues to ignore both of them and just eats her soup. But when Benson actually asks in the end, she looks up over and slightly litted eyes across the table and said, Benson, I have not had a good meal like this in months. I am trying to enjoy it. Not knowing when we will have such a good meal again. That is very fair. Coasty in that exact moment wakes up and says, Do you not like my meals? <laughs> no, no, we love your meals. You are a terrific, tremendous cook. Your soldiery ways and your campfire etiquette with regards to the 
cooking is a honor delight and we are very lucky to have you Kosti and all of the meals you have made for us it is just perhaps nice to have something that took more than 40 minutes to make um, in our bellies tonight um, knowing that is well it comes with the comfort of a uh, a soft bed and a roof over our heads yes no there are potatoes and tomatoes and carrots and some sort of meat and spices and other things in this stew that we do not get when you cook because we just don't have access to it. It is of no insult to you, Coasty. The reason why we don't have access to it is because we never go anywhere interesting. If we went to, like, a jungle, I would have plenty of things to cook. I would cook the vines. I would cook everything. But we never go anywhere interesting. Well, maybe we will fix that at our next adventure. It is about that time when, Thayan, you feel a small kind of mental nudge in the back of your head. Like someone is speaking to you from a great distance. And closes her eyes to concentrate on what is being said to her because she's experienced this before, I assume. Yes. I reach out to make sure that she doesn't actually fall asleep with her face falling into the <laughs> soup as well. And I start to get concerned about the soup. Kosti moves the soup out of the way and it looks like he's about to toss it onto Benson. Oh, don't do that. Kosti's the anti-heroine type. He definitely is kind of a jerk in the party. It's true. You hear your father's voice actually in your head. Thayan, I know it has been some time. You are needed back in Dragonia along with Valeria. Please come home as soon as possible. And it cuts off. Is this one of those ones I can reply to? Yes, you can or, reply. You okay. have 25 words you can reply with. Thayan's such a jerk. Understood. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I imagine her dad is like very new to sending, just like an old person texting. Yes, very much so. Like, you don't need to say my name. (laughs) I know who I am. Thank you, dad. Like voice attacks. You get the period at the end of of the sentence. Please come home at once. Period. Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Full stop. Full stop. New paragraph. Mm -hmm. Hard return. (laughs) She opens her eyes and looks around the table. Understood. What is understood? Burn brighter than yesterday And through the battles we wage When our shields fall away The armor cracks and breaks If ever our torches fade We'll see the sun come up Thanks for listening to Tavern Tales Family. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to give us a rating on iTunes and check us out at www.taverntales.ca or on Twitter at tavern underscore tales. Our intro and outro music is the song Dragonhearted, a single by Tryhard Ninja. 
find out more about Try Hard Ninja on Twitter at Try Hard Ninja or on iTunes at Try Hard Ninja or check out their channel on YouTube, Try Hard Ninja. Thanks again and see you next week for another adventure. Standing tall forever.